to Small Town Perks. We're your hosts, Rod. I'm Dustin Perkins, and I'm coming in hot. Coming. <laughs> I smell a catchphrase. I'm, I'm working. I'm working <laughs> on some things. I actually took that off bottom top, but I like it. Taking it. So, we're going to start off tonight by doing a little thing they call, What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? There you go, that's it. Alright, so what's the matter with you you people that go to a concert, let's say Richard Marks, and then you hold your phone up Dick. and record, you know, Dick one, and, one and a half minutes of some shitty, overblown audio of some crap band do you you do know nobody really cares that you're there at the concert? But see, what I think when you see it on Facebook, what you people want to go, they want people to know they're having a good time. They can't, it's almost like you can't just enjoy anything anymore. And so it's funny because the person who posts twenty clips of Richard Marks playing a show where it's not like you got the whole song or it's. The camera, the phone's even turned sideways to where you can actually view it like you would a fucking concert or anything. But look, they they want people to be jealous. Well, fuck, he's seeing Richard Marks. Fucking that fuck. I oh, man, I'm not. I'm at home, my underwear on Facebook, and he's at Richard Marks. At the same time, they're also saying, look at me. I'm at Richard Marks. <laughs> my life sucks. So why don't I film it and make it seem cooler than it really is? Right. I mean, it's not just concerts. It's everything that everyone has to go. They go have dinner. And they have to take a picture of their dinner and put, and post a selfie. And, oh, look at my husband in the back. If, it's, if I'm in the background of my wife's picture... I guarantee I'm not even looking at the camera. I'm scarfing down, drinking my beer. Like, I'm just trying to enjoy the moment. But again, that's somebody going, I want you to be jealous because I'm at a fancy place. This is a fancy dinner. Nobody takes a picture of their Big Mac or their fucking McDouble. Or, you know right. I mean, it's always like some fancy thing that's got look some fucking my, garnish. Look, at, look, I'm eating snails. Like, oh. Man, there's fucking snails on my garden. Oh, be jealous of me. I'm doing this. And really... You're, you really, what's going on behind the scenes is, my life's so boring that if anything even remotely interesting comes up, like a f- plate of food that looks kind of desirable, I'm going to post it. So people will think, I'm such an interesting person, you know? Now, Pinky's out! <laughs> right, now you know? if you're... I'm so fond, how I am... Now, if you're if you're saying, "Hey, man, like I've never tried this restaurant before. Look at this. Doesn't this look great? Right. Come try it. Or to we, give the to give the restaurant right. a shout out. I get that. Sure, sure. But sure. when you're just people are so against living in the moment anymore. Oh yeah. That all they have to look back on are pictures, and because, you, because they don't have any mental pictures. Of me- they have no memories But anymore. it's not even that. It's almost a different a different way with the, the concert footage thing. I get maybe taking a picture of you and your girlfriend, you know. Uh, you know, you get like a selfie of you two at the concert, take a picture of you, got Richard Marks in the background to remember, hey, that was us at the Richard Marks concert. But here's the thing. A one snapshot thing and you're done. Your video guy, girl, whoever it is, if you put it on YouTube or whatever... Nobody's going to watch it. You know why? There are professional concert videos. Plethoras of them. Right. Plethora of them. That are way more interesting. Have the whole song. Have multi-camera cuts. Way better sound quality. Way better sound quality. <laughs> and aren't filmed with you holding your camera straight up and down to give this big, you know, this aspect ratio where there's two fucking blank curtains on each side of the video. And I'm sorry, but some of you look like Muhammad Ali trying to take a photo. Oh, yeah, and it's always framed It's wrong. like, why, why are you shaking, man? And just so, what's the matter with you? Yeah. Why aren't you just living guy, with... Guy, guy or girl filming the video, what's the matter with you? <laughs> the concert, come on. What's it for? You tell me you go back and you watch it. Oh, this is us at Richard Marks. What's the song he had? I will... 
Anyway, but anyway, you're never going to go back to it because even if you did go, I want to watch a Richard Marks live, you go to YouTube and you watch one that's free on YouTube. You don't right. scroll through all your thousand fucking, because you took 50 of them while you were there, a minute and a half of every song. You're going to make a montage. Richard Marks montage. Come on, guy, girl. What's the matter with you? <laughs> What's the matter with you? And even if, like, if you looked at my Facebook, you would think, well, this guy doesn't have a life. He doesn't do anything. All to the contrary. I do a lot of shit. I had a blast this weekend. <laughs> I just don't have to post every I don't last have to second. post every last second. I got this great video. <laughs> All right, so here's my weekend. We'll go into, we'll transfer into this, our weekends. Well, my weekend was with the kids. We went skating on Friday night. By the way, Hoosier Land uh, skating rink in Frankfort, Indiana is reasonably priced. Spent I spent eighteen dollars for the three of us, and you pretty much have the four to yourself, bro. But guys, if you're listening and you uh, part of Hoosier Land skating rink, we put some activities in there. There was no, but, but literally they closed out early than what the thing said because it was just me and my kids skate. Nobody everybody left early. But you like do, Happy Gilman with his girlfriend on the ice. Well, yeah, yeah. But they do all the activities toward the end. Like, how about every hour or so? Because you're going to keep people there. Not to all the act. Everybody, there were, I was surprised. Like, oh, cool. I'm not the only adult here with their kids. Because we went one Saturday. And it was all teenagers and pre-teen, right. you know, kind of thing going on. Middle schoolers and such. But this was interesting because, um, well... Well, I shouldn't say it was interesting, but it was, it was, make a note of that, if you kind of, because they had all the activities at the end, like, four square kind of thing, where y'all skate around, Uh she stops the song, everybody goes to a corner, or the center, and she draws from a hat, first turn, second turn, third turn, fourth turn, center, she pulls the thing out of the hat, whatever corner it is, let's say first turn, everybody in the first turn is out. So then everybody left skates around. So you basically skate around, go to the corner. She calls a corner. If you're in that corner, you're out until there's nobody left and they give out a prize. But all this stuff, that, and there was even another, I can't remember what other game they did. They didn't do the hokey pokey, man. But um, it was all toward the end of the night. If you kind of spread those out. We used to have races and stuff. Like, they'd have races. Okay, just so-and-so. It, it, just, it, might, it might give someone a reason to want to stay and win. There's just no, Yeah, there's just nothing. to th- But if you, yeah, and make the coolest thing maybe at, toward the end. But, guys, it's just like here. I feel like a lot of businesses in this, in this town and surrounding areas, they just, they put something out there and say, this is enough. You know, like the restaurant you went to, it would have been, they're just like, oh, this is enough. Well, it's Mother's Day. Right. Have, you know, get some roses, devil thing, something, Mother's Day-ish or something. Sure. But, I mean, and then, you know, Saturday night, this was Friday night, Saturday night, um, we basically stayed, we stayed in, we did our normal, go to Goodwill, go to Walmart, um, and um, we, uh, I found Twister at Goodwill, so we played mm. Twister. Then we had Uno, we bought this new Uno deck, which has dares on it. Like, it's either the draw cards or either I've draw two or dare. I've seen that. So, we wrote in all our own dares and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, one of them was, like, mimic the person to your left for the rest of the game. So, like, it was funny trying to have. I had, I got the one where I had to act like my little daughter. And she can't sit still. So, it's just me bouncing around on the couch. <laughs> jumping around the whole time. Um, but, um, it was really, really fun. And then we did karaoke we did a whole karaoke thing which is your kind of your idea because that's kind of your thing but it was funny seeing um you know we were doing funny songs and Evan was doing funny songs but my daughter was in the background doing like the floss and stuff (laughs) just shaking her little booty man i filmed it for myself sure you know like well the people have always done that right so much christmas of 80. no, but I don't have to 85. go. I don't have to go. I got to put this online so everybody knows I'm having a good time tonight. Be jealous. Of me. No, it was a freaking now, blast. Everybody, everybody be on their best behavior and make it look like you're having fun. Right. No, it's candid. Right. It's, candid, caught her in the moment. It's like, you know, and there's 
there's nothing wrong with wanting What's, to be able to look back because right. she's not going to remember that, but she can look back years down the road. Call like, that for posterity. Like, oh, man. Right. Like, so even you, guy or girl, who's filming this half a chunk of a Richard March song, you're not going to look back at that and go, that was cool. Like I said, you're going to watch a professional video. Right. Like, to remember it. Hey, maybe they got that same tour we went and saw. And you're not, and you're not looking back because it's shit audio, it's shit video. You're not looking <laughs> back to listen to the song. Like you can listen to the song on Spotify. You can listen to the right. song. You want to look at your photos to remember the occasion. You just want people to see what you're you doing. See what you're doing. And all you do, I feel like all you do is open up a big thing to get yourself judged, and then you get people saying negative things right. about, oh man, oh, 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 you know, whatever. Like like me. Like, look at this idiot. He's that fucking Richard Marsh. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see it. it. I don't want to hear it. I understand if you don't like to see shit like that, then don't have Facebook. I really wish I just got rid of Facebook. I don't know why I still have it. I, I honestly don't know either. I have this small, I this small thing in my head that it will help me promote when I have a film that's available for people to go where I have something I want people to watch where I need views, but. In the past, it's shown that a really small, like, 500 friends, in quotation mark, and I think even the way their algorithm is, not all 500 people will right, see that, Right. and then B, um, even a smaller fraction of these people actually click you on would, your link. You would actually have to make a Facebook page for that movie, right? and then pay... I think you can go on. Right, you can. You, you can go on Facebook and you can pay like five dollars a day mm-hmm. to reach like three thousand people in the surrounding. That's area. more. But the friends, it's always just a small chunk of people. I'm talking less than ten who are right. interested in video or podcasting, whatever it is I'm putting out there, and they actually go and check it. Right. Like I think I had two that checked out like the podcast. Like, oh, that's interesting. It's like. That's not really, so it's like, it's almost like more of a headache now than ever because I'm just that surly old man now at this stage of my life. I'm almost 40 and I just go up there and go, who the fuck person is? It's funny. Speaking of that, feeling like an old man. I'm 34 years old. I have this huge patch in my yard that over time, just doesn't grow grass, doesn't do anything. So I decided I'm going to put down new soil, all this stuff, right. do everything right. And I watch it every day. <laughs> and the birds were out there this morning eating, trying to get the grass seed. You got to put that hay down, man. Well, I know. The straw or but something. I, 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 just, I said out loud, I was by myself, I said out loud, the damn birds eating my grass seed. I was like, oh my God, how old am I? Right. Hell, when did this happen? Right. <laughs> I, just like, I just felt like... You're going to run out there shake your can. Yeah, exactly. hey, get, you damn birds, get off my lawn. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I know. Now all I want to do is sit on my front porch and just watch that grass in my rocking chair just fucking do something to get the birds to stay away. Like, well, you know, it's funny because... Uh, Put up a scarecrow. Something. <laughs> you know, I always thought, you know, I was under 18 and was trying to find people to buy me cigarettes or under 21, try to find be people, try to find people to buy me alcohol. I always thought like, oh man, I'm going to be cool when I get older. I would never fucking buy a pack of cigarettes for a teenager no. or alcohol for anybody. Who the fuck were these guys that were like 23, 24 and hung out with me when I was 16? Like, I look back and I'm like, that dude was a loser. He was 24 and hanging out with 16 year olds. What kind of fat? I never. I get older, I, they stay the same never, age. I, that guy, I have all never right, hung all out. Right, all right. Even the minute I turned 18. And went to, uh, really in high school, okay, different. I hung out with like a couple younger people in my class. But when I went to college at 18. But you were still in high school with Right, exactly. <laughs> then I got out of high school. I never even fucking hung out with anybody from high school. Never talked. I, no, no. So, I would never buy. So, I'm totally that loser. Who, or that, not loser, but that guy. It's like, I used to think, was it? 
you know, was a, like a square because he wouldn't buy me alcohol or something. Like, who would do that? We used to stand in front of BP and just with a twenty, and be like, get, get us some so, alcohol. So you old, it. so you old, you old people that have nothing better to do and have no morals, and spend and go in and get alcohol for underage people. I have one question. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? What is the matter with you? Oh yeah, you gotta drink it with me though. We had a guy that was like that. What he was, was he was in his thirties. He was like, you gotta stay and drink with me. What a weirdo! What's the matter with you? <laughs> you're thirty. Uh... You're thirty. And you're drinking with seventeen, sixteen year olds. What a loser! <laughs> you know you can go to a bar, right? Oh no, he had a. He had a wife and some weird kids. That like surprises kids. the hell out of me. Well, it was like his his cousin, and there was some inbreeding going on there. I don't want to get into any specifics. You know who you are, dude. If you're still alive and listening, thanks for the, all the beer. But, motherfucker, you made me drink. I always had to drink it with you. Damn it. <laughs> so you paid for it. He went in and got it. He had, you had to share it with him? Yeah, he lived behind the cork and cake <laughs> over on the west side town. Like, damn, dude, you can buy your own. Right. Well, he was broke, and we lived in the smallest house. <laughs> the smallest house I've ever seen. So, this guy's broke. Well, buying I don't know alcohol what he did. to make friends with people that are half his age. Yeah, real winner, man. Uh, I, I can't wait to meet his wife. Oh, his cousin, you mean? <laughs> 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 I never got I never understood that man I never understood that and we're cousins too there's no way I'd marry you dude <laughs> or your sisters I wouldn't even buy you alcohol <laughs> no no kidding <laughs> that was a little different like I guess maybe cause like my cousin Stacy would oh shit <laughs> oh big surprise I'm sure the statute of limitations are long past I'm sure you're good man but yeah but we would stay and hang out like I would go over to spend the weekend or the night with her or whatever she was you know only a few years older than me that's different yeah you're not, she's, she's not my some cousin. she's not some creepy and we'd stay in the house you know, when she's I'm not driving. some cougar that's like 50 like oh, right. oh hey man you mean a Buy you some alcohol mm-hmm. or somewhere. I, you know, I don't know, man. Because, like you said, man, me personally, I would rather just just buy a little bit for myself and not hang out with teenagers because they're fucking oh, annoying. So as fuck. much liability, right? Yeah. Then I think of like that. And all they do is talk to other people and like, oh yeah, I got fucked up at right. Rod's house and shit, man. Really? Right. Who's this Rod? Right, exactly. Oh, he's he's cool, man. He's real cool. He's but, like he's almost forty. There are people <laughs> all over this town that are like that, dude. Just these weird guys around between our age that look like teenagers and get drunk with them. What's the matter with you? But you know, um Oh shit, I lost that train of thought. Choo choo, it's gone. Um no, but I was thinking that um, if oh, shit, what the fuck was I thinking? God damn it! Take take the reins, man, until this thought comes um, back. It left like a fucking fart in the wind. Well, my weekend consisted of let's see, Friday sat here at the house, drank a few beers, listened to music, um. Really didn't do a whole lot. You know, it, it was kind of just a slow weekend, slow weeknight, I guess. Yeah, I was pretty shitty. No more outdoor stuff you could um, really get into. Yesterday, we actually, we sat and watched like five hours worth of Bill Burr's stand-up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen Bill Burr yet, get on that train. I don't know what you've been waiting for, but that shit's My hilarious. dear Lord. He yeah. is one funny. Well, I mean, like I said, psychotic, right? Like, but he is very aware of his psychosis. Oh yeah, he, he, he knows. You, no, yeah. he'll he flat out tells you, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm psychotic. Yeah, the things that I think about, like, mm-hmm. and I, yeah. I found myself 
relating to him about like 98% of the stuff he was saying. I'm thinking, shit. That's (laughs) what makes him literally probably right now. I think almost everybody would agree. He is the number one comedian out right now. And his relatability because he... He's not too overly Boston, because sometimes that annoys me, those kind of... Right. I'm from Boston, or I'm from New York. Right. You know, that kind of... He's not like Michael Rappaport. Right. I'm New York. Yeah, New York. But then today, Mother's Day, um, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um, I will say, fuck you to the motherfuckers. But happy Mother's Day to the mothers. We went to this... Um, little brunch that they had at the Angry Donkey. Did you post your picture? You played food in Michigan town, and it was me, my wife, and the three kids. And we spent a hundred and forty-three dollars. God damn, a hundred and forty-three dollars. You know how many eggs? How much bacon, sausage? Biscuits, gravy, toast. How much I could have bought for $143? I I understand it's the experience, but Ooh. the experience wasn't even that great. Because I got this. Now, now, now this this is a, this is only the first time it's ever happened to me. I, I, I promise to God. That's $30 a piece. $30 a piece. And three of them, there's three kids. I guess that's it, Jeez, the tip, dude. But I asked for a Coke. And the waitress is like, okay, sure. Yeah. She brings, brings it back. A, brings bring, you a line. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. she, no wonder it was a whole much. <laughs> she, 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 bring, she brings the, the Coke over there, sets the glass down, walks away. I pick it up to take a drink. And I don't know why, but I'm always like inhaling through my nose as I'm going to take a drink. Maybe everybody else does too. I don't know. I don't know. But. Y'all just tried that, didn't you? You pretended you were drinking. <laughs> and you're... Yeah, I did. But, um, it smelled, you ever have a, a dish rag that has sat in your sink, basically like unused, but wet and has like a little bit of food on it and stuff for like a week. Ooh, and and just, that just mildew, that nasty mildew, like oh, that's 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 dirty rag smell, it's like a dirty rag. I put that just, shit in a plastic bag and tie it up, right. and put it by my door, wait till the next time I do the laundry. Right, like, just like when you go when, out when of commission, he, just like when I send my dog outside in the rain to pee, he comes in and smells like a wet, wet dog. dog. Like you know what a wet dog smells like. Right. This is what my glass smelled like. Ugh. I couldn't smell the Coca Cola. I could smell the nasty, dirty rag that it was washed with. And she looked at me like I was nuts when I said, Hey, my my rag my my glass smells like dirty rag. Did she give it a sniff? She said her allergies are acting up. Oh I said I said, Well trust me, just get me another get me another one. And it, it was you know the food was okay. It's breakfast food. I mean, how do you fuck up scrambled eggs? You know, how do you, how do you fuck up a, a sausage link? I don't know, man. We went to that. that. I understand it can be done. We went to the pancake house and I got biscuits and gravy and they burnt the damn biscuits. You tell me you don't have that set? That would burn my fucking biscuits. Oh, that fucking burned my butt, man. I did not <laughs> like that at all. I did not like that at all. But, so, overall, let's do your restaurant review. What would you give it out of five stars? Out of five? Or would you recommend it? I mean, it don't have to be. I liked the service. The service was good. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the food, I would give it probably a three out of five. Right. Um, for the cost, for what it Cost, I would I would actually have to give it about a half a star out of five. Um, my wife loved it, and that's all that matters. It was Mother's Day. My wife loved it. 
it was worth the money just for her to have a good right. Mother's Day and something that she wanted right. and and loved it. But I, if it's just her and I, we'll go back. We will not take all five kids or all three kids. All five of us go right. over there and be like, hey, you know, because they charge us for every Coke refill we got, yeah. but didn't say, hey. Every one of these costs. Well, maybe it said in the menu. Did it say in the menu? The, the, you didn't get a menu. This was. They don't have this brunch every weekend. It was just a Mother's Day oh, special. Oh, well, then that's the special. Then I should I stand corrected when I said that they didn't have things. But like I said, I feel like a lot of people just put up businesses, and they don't. They expect that that just whatever that is, is gonna oh that'll just make it, and they don't do the extra. I mean. Right. You know I, what I mean? I, yeah. Like it's, with the skating rink, we're just, well, this is rink, we've got skates, we've got a rink, so, and we're playing music, so. I mean, I don't know what else a skating rink's supposed to have besides skating. And, well, no, but I mean, like I said, you do the hokey pokey, sometimes you do the four square, you have little games. We had, you know, Aquaiala, shout out, to where I grew, grew up skating as a kid, right inside of, uh, when you get into Lafayette on, on 38, um, they... They did the hokey pokey. They had wheelbarrow races, where I can't remember if you put the skates on your hands and somebody held your legs, or if you just—I think you just crouched down and somebody pushed you. And they had different races, you know, different things. And right, sure, them, sure. You know, come up with some ideas. It just felt very. I <sighs> know, like I said, they closed an hour early. It's just like, hmm. and they don't even have those little walkers. For people that can't skate, right. like I literally had to drag, and it was, it was cute. I think I remember it. I'll remember it more. Um, you know, than than she will. And I hopefully Abby will remember that. Um, those uh, those times I literally spent three hours like holding her hand, and she just standing there, and me just dragging her around endless circles around the fucking skating rink. Every time she go to fall, I just lift up my arm like oh. Like you know, try to teach her, you know, and she's getting it. She loved it. They all had, they all had fun and everything. So that was pretty cool. So, all right. So now let's move on to another thing. I just thought of here. Um, we'll do a little uh, movie recap. Did you watch any movies in the past week? Anything that stands out that you'd like to give a, a yay or a nay to? I watched a movie called American Honey. I thought it was going to be good. It's 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 a newer movie. It's on Netflix. Um, it has Shia LaBeouf in it. It's the only person that I know. But <laughs> Just I, do it! But I thought, you know, he's a good actor. I don't mind his movies. Even Stevens, shout out. Do you but, watch Even Stevens? <laughs> yeah, I did. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie was so... So weird. They this girl starts out. This girl, she's like living in poverty, and like basically, she looks after her younger brother and sister, and they're in the dumpster looking for food and all this stuff. And been there. Comes home. No, I haven't. Comes home and like the stepdad like starts dancing with her and like grabs. So they have a home but no food. Yeah. Starts grabbing her ass and like basically what it's telling me is that sexy movie that she has to do what he wants her to do because it goes from that to she's outside like almost crying swinging in a swing like basically I think what they're doing is showing her in an adult situation and then sending her out there swinging in a swing because you know she's still a kid in her mind right but anyway she. She meets these this group of kids, and Shia LaBeouf is like the leader of them. And they're magazine salesmen. They they travel around the country doing magazine sales. Well, lucrative business because everybody buys magazines. Exactly, it's a really weird <laughs> premise, really weird movie that you think, man, this this doesn't no. He so, tells he tells us she can make all this money, like three hundred dollars a day if she's good and stuff. Like three hundred dollars a day, damn, that's that's quite a bit for magazine so, sales. But so she leaves okay, her family who behind. Fucking buys a magazine right anymore. She leaves her family behind and goes on the road and 
you can tell she likes him, but he's like controlled by the chick that owns the business. So they they go to these nice neighborhoods, like uppity, like Carmel, right. Indiana, like uppity neighborhoods. And they're all these some kids, of those older people with money do still. But all these people. kids are dressed like complete trash bags. I mean, they're like what like Frankfurt thugs look like, you uh-huh. know, like tattoos on their neck. Don't fuck with them. I'm like, you're going door to door, selling magazines, looking like that. But anyway, like the whole thing was just weird. It was just a really weird movie, and. I fell asleep towards the end. So would you uh, jot it down as one of Perk's picks? Uh, it's it's one of the ones where I think I would put it as whoever made that movie. I, I have one question for him. Mm-hmm. What's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> so no. All right. So is not that, is that all you saw this, this week? Is there anything... Uh, the Bill Burr. That's what I Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right. Highly right. recommend the Bill Burr. Right. Any, any one of his Netflix he's, specials, he's, any one of his Opie and Anthony appearances, any one of his radio shows. He's pretty shows. perfect, I'll be, telling, I'll be a, honest with you. He's got a podcast called The Bill Burr. I think it's called The Bill Burr Monday Morning Podcast where he just talks with himself, kind of makes fun of different videos and stuff sometimes. I think it's it's pretty good when I've watched or listened to it. But, so I saw, I saw a handful of movies... Over the past week, I watched, uh, it was weird because Evan and I both aren't really into superheroes or anything, but Friday when he got, when I was, when he got to my house, he was like, oh, I want to watch Infinity War. And I was like, oh man, I just watched that Wednesday night. I watched it again. So I watched, finally watched the Three Avengers. Hours. Watched the Avengers Infinity War. Infinity War. Avengers Infinity War. Right. And like two and a half hours and... I you know maybe there there was only a few moments where I thought maybe I should have already I've seen other movies would help with it but I didn't have a problem understanding it at all what was going on but sure. a few moments like where uh, there's uh, Scarlett Johansson's character I don't know who she plays she's rolling with Captain America I don't know what she was but when she sees uh, the Hulk the regular guy, Bruce. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. She's like, hey, Bruce. And he's like, oh. And then somebody else is like, awkward. I'm like, oh, they must have had something in a previous movie. But without, besides the little things like that, like, I totally got it, you know. Mm-hmm. Took me a minute. Bef- you know, when they, I didn't know who the guy with the eye patch was until they said Thor. <laughs> like, oh, that's Thor. You know, whatever. Right. But, um. So you've never seen any of them? No, man. They none of them. I think I've seen Logan. I think I even didn't even watch the end of that. I liked it, but I think so. I, the other Avengers you haven't seen? No, Age of Ultron or any of the other stuff. No, and you know, to me, it's like they just don't. There's usually just too much shit going on. I think it's just I, I don't, and I don't know what it is. And, and not to knock anybody who likes those kind of things, but to me, it's like. It feels like a lot of times, just through the fighting and everything, like, oh, I'm going to go save this person, or I'm going to go try to save, man, they end up destroying fucking 20 square blocks and fucking... And killing a thousand died. people. No, it's like, but, <laughs> but you know what's interesting? Superman saved everyone while trying to save Lois Lane, you know what right, I mean? Yeah. And there was a scene like that, like at the beginning, where the... Um, Big donut shaped spaceships coming down and like New York right. going to see the car wrecks into a pole and Iron Man just tells some one of his lackeys like when the car wrecks into the pole, hey, check on that guy. You know, because they're trying to make that a little subtle like, oh, no, no, no. They're not just letting everything crash and collateral damage. Like they're helping these people that are kind of caught in the middle of this thing. And I guess it's not their fault that, you know, um, Thanos' minions are coming down to wreak havoc. But I did find myself going, yeah, kill half the population. Oh, fucking help. <laughs> you do kind of understand Thanos, which is the which is what's great about having a, a uh, if you have an enemy or, or the um, antagonist in your movie and you, you gain an understanding of why they're doing what they're doing, you might not agree with that, what they're doing, but not just to be like, I'm evil for evil's sake. Oh, wow. You know, like Dr. Evil, 
He just wants to fucking, you know what I mean? Right, control right. or whatever. Sure. It's like, well, he kind of had a reason to where people thought that he, w- um, he was going planet to planet just fucking shit up. He was going to planets where there was overpopulation, there weren't enough resources, you know, people were dying and starving. So at least they flushed out a little bit so where you kind of go... Well, and if you guys do watch Bill Burr, if you, you'll, you'll, you'll know this when you see it. But when he talks about how he would level mm-hmm. out the popularity, the population, mm-hmm. he'd take them all on cruise ships. <laughs> because anybody that'll take a cruise ship isn't enjoying life anyway. <laughs> You're traveling... But you're not going anywhere. No, you're just on a... Well, I'm just, just going to sit here on the... What'd you do today? What'd you do on your vacation? Well, I sat here on this chair and... Played some shuffleboard. Uh, <laughs> drank my beer and dribbled down my shirt a little and... Uh, Right, I never understood. They had, they, they, they had this. They had this. They had this fountain over there. It was chocolate. There's a fountain, <laughs> and then uh, you just you know you got your little toothpick. You dip some pick, prick some fruit. And it seems you just me, put it on the chocolate. And you eat it. It seems to me you could do that type of shit. Like I'm always, I'm always for the guy. I'm, I'm always a champion of. If you're gonna spend the money, there's a fucking lot of money. I mean, cruise probably aren't. As much as other things you can do, that's probably why a lot of people take it. But you're talking three to five grand, depending on how right. much. Right, and even if you do something where you stop in a port in Jamaica and you go here, you go here, you go there. Well, you're on a time limit. You can't really. I if would you don't make it back. You're, you're stuck done. in Jamaica, buddy. I don't know. For some, it might be all right, but yeah, you're, you know, you're probably you're, stuck in you're a bad fucked, part. Of right, there's not many good parts from what I hear, but. I've always been the guy, like, if I'm going to go on vacation, I'm going to get a hotel on a beach. We're talking more, you know, that kind of vacation, vacation things. Sure. Skim me on the beach for a week. And we get the hotel. We get go to the travel agent. Get the ticket. Round trip. You get the all-inclusive hotel. You're probably going under a grand. Um, and then you're on the beach. Make sure the hotel is on the beach. It's got its own chunk. Probably that's what we did for Cancun. And it was so I mean, it's like twelve hundred something like that, yeah. just for two, five nights, a whole week, the buffet included, and it's let me sit on the beach. And then each day, you know, like one day we, if you decide you, know, you want to spend some more money on something, then go. We rented mopeds and drove around. And the next day we did parasailing, which that's so boring. I'm sorry. You're just like, oh, here I am. You're not going fast or anything cool. I mean, the, like, the exciting part is just on the way up. Yeah, and, and then, then it's like. like Oh yeah, here I am. One time, you know, one day we rented jet skis. It's really cheap, really cheap shit over there. The peso at the time was it was pretty weak and everything. So we rented jet skis one one day, and you know. So to me, I'm all, I'm all for that. But I mean, going back, oh, I'm gonna circle way back to the beginning. I know what I was saying. We were talking about older people who spend time with younger people are weird. We don't understand it. What's the matter with you? Twilight, a thousand year old vampire. Hang out with a 16-year-old girl. Could you imagine? I can't stand 16-year-old girls when I'm 38. I couldn't imagine being a 1,000 years old and having anything in common with that dumb bitch. I can't imagine it. Could you imagine? Especially if you didn't try to do her. Right. I know. You're a vampire. You're a fucking savage. You're fucking dogs. You're fucking dudes. You're fucking chicks. You're at that point. You're doing... It's you're a love doing story, it all. Rob. How do you fall in love? Anyway, I don't want to get excited for thoughts. So, Infinity War... Yeah, it was all right. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, I watched that. It wasn't to me like, oh, I didn't feel anything when half those motherfuckers died at the end. Because I knew, well, there's a time stone. They're just going to go back in time and fucking save everybody. No weight to it. They're not dead. I think we're just getting into franchise now, killing all the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. and, And people think it's done now with Endgame. No, it's not done, no. dude. These people are gonna get broke, right. and they're gonna make more. They're, they're, they're just gonna replace them with new actors, right? And they're gonna be like, "Oh, we're back." So I watched that twice this week, <laughs> Wednesday and Friday, and then Saturday night we wa- or no Friday night. I'm sorry, we watched Infinity War Saturday morning. Friday night, see, my daughter loves horror movies, and she's a six. So funny. We watched the new Pet Cemetery. 
Have you seen the original? Are you a fan of? There's a new that, one out already. There's a new one now. I don't know if it's out. <laughs> it was available on the site I go to <laughs> to watch. One, two, three movies. Mm. 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 I can tell you it off off air. Okay. But um. So, are you a fan of the Pet Cemetery? I think you're talking. You said you're not no, really. No, I've never seen the first one. Or I tried. No. I, just, I don't. I don't get it. Well, okay. They they put in two pretty interesting. I wouldn't say twists, but variations off the original, which I think helped add a layer of like if you've seen it like me, you go, you know, the truck's coming down the road, you know the situation, they're out picnicking, you're like, oh shit, well they kind of throw up, do something different, I don't know if it's more in line with the book or what, you know, whatever, because obviously it's a Stephen King book, but I thought that was interesting. And then how the um, the first person who gets who gets murdered in the in the um, in the movie was interesting. Like they threw in a fake like the guy's walking next to a bed and the person the killer. I don't want to reveal any spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it, but the person who's the killer is under the bed. And the first one they hack out his fucking ankle with a knife. And this one you see him walking close to the bed. and You're like, oh, here's where this happens. And he kicks the bed out of the way, and there's nobody under there. So it was kind of like, a, oh, that was kind of neat. But then they threw something in at the end, which I'm sure is completely different in the book. And it was just kind of, huh. to me, movies really have a problem with finishing. You, the good ones you know and you think about have those great endings. Andy Dufresne getting away and how he did it, you know, or like Morgan you know Freeman what I mean? meeting him, right. That movies today because now all, just, all they're trying to do is set up the sequel, or now all they're trying to do is cash in on the name already. Pet Cemetery people know Pet Cemetery people are going to see Pet Cemetery right. like Chucky, the new Child's Play. Oh, people know Child's Play. That's a name, blah blah blah. But that ending, man, to me, it's got to be good, man. It's got to you got to have a good ending to your movie. Well, it's gotta You're be talking a, millions of dollars, and a lot of times there's not even an ending. That's what I mean. The credits start rolling up, and you're like, oh, well, I guess that's I hate it. that. I hate that. When you're watching a movie, you still don't quite know what's going on. You know that there's nothing there. It's not like one of those movies you got to watch twice. You know that it's not there. They're not at the end. They start to pull back, and you go, no, no, no. This is a credit shot. No, 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 no. And then pff, credits, and you're like, oh, fuck you. You just wasted <laughs> an hour and a half of my life. And not only that, months of these people's lives, millions of dollars. When there's so many gifted writers and stuff out there, they just keep circling and using the same pool of shit. I know, it's, it's, it's like, like, come on, man. Right. Like me, I've got fucking six scripts with great endings, and I ain't talking to me. Usually, people already have the ending before they start even start writing their movie. Right. And that's how they lead up to it. That's how they, that's how they write it, because they're like, dude, that's a great ending for a movie. Right. They don't, they're not like, right. oh, that's a great beginning for a movie. I'm more no. like, I'm more like the way they did, um, like the way they did Back to the Future, and this is kind of how I do. Like, I'll have notebooks, like I have this composition notebook, and I have a little green one I carry around too, where if I have a little idea about something, I just write it down. So I take that. David Lynch says you need about seventy of them. I don't know how many I have, but if I go, oh, I think I want to make a movie. Like I, then I get, like if I get a character idea, these are all situational stuff. I, you know, um, a scene I might want to see or something interesting that I might take note of or something funny. Um, and then I go, oh, this I got an idea for a setting and an idea for like maybe these characters. Okay, cool. And then I'll put those on note cards and kind of move them around and then. Mm-hmm. You haven't, and then you go, oh, this could be the ending because this leads to that or whatever. Right. But um, what, what Back to the Future is like, oh, we want to, they did the note card thing, which is like, we want to have the movie go, um, we want to have a kid goes back in time to meet his parents. And, okay, kid goes back in time. Marty goes back in time. That's on one note. Right. Um, Marty, Marty's mom falls in love with him instead of his dad. Um, there's another note card. Marty invents rock and roll. Marty invents rock and roll. That would be a good little twist that he invented rock and roll. Boom. Okay. But we got to set up that Marty's interested in rock and roll. Right? Right, sure. 
Marty. So the first thing you see, Marty plays guitar. Okay, they put it at the beginning. Uh, uh, you know, earlier before he goes back in time. Okay, what else would be cool? Skateboard. What if he skateboards in the past where no skateboards exist? Right. Marty skateboards. Boom. Okay, Marty but in order for basically, but, but for now, Marty skateboarding back in time. We want to establish earlier that he skateboards. So that's kind of how they build off of that. You know, you have sure. an idea, but you have to have cause and effect. You have that to takes have, up that takes up a half hour, forty five minutes for your movie. That you have to have that perfect. <laughs> so, what are the first two things you see Marty do? Play the guitar and then go skateboard. Right. I mean, they're so perfect, and that cuts all the fat and filler out of all the other stuff. When you know, and everything, all the dialogue. There's probably not a throwaway piece of dialogue in there why would you it's all for your story mm-hmm. a lot of people want to be like oh it's art man we just have these meandering conversations okay that's life okay this isn't film isn't life you're trying to tell me a story right. and keep me engaged right let's keep it all you know trim the if fat film was like it... life it would be boring exactly and there are people that try to do that and they're like oh man it's, it's art man it's it needs, right, it that's needs, fine it needs to seem more organic no it doesn't it's a movie Right. You're, you're you're trying to capture the audience within a short time frame, a very short time. Actually, you're trying to capture the audience in about thirty short time frames right. and keep them engaged mm-hmm. for an hour and a half, hour and twenty minute movie. Oh, now it's over. Two movies are got it so bloated, and it's so much shit keeps me thrown away. I don't understand why movies aren't cut harder than the way they are. But like you know, even with. I mean, that just sets up a great ending. Here's the great ending. We don't have the ending. But, oh, boom. They got to go back back to the future. Mm-hmm. Boom. There's your fucking Marty goes back to the future. There's your fucking title. There's your in uh, card. You know, because I'm, I'm mining writing these down on note cards. I'm uh, arranging them thusly. Um, people don't can't quite see that, obviously, if they're listening and not watching. But then, so, of course, then you got to have, how would he do it? Lightning struck. A clock. Lightning strikes a clock. And they could harness something to harness that lightning. Right? Oh, well, we gotta we gotta establish before then that the clock is a historical thing. So you know so when they bring it up, you already know. You know, at the beginning, you see him, hey, save the clock tower, you know? Right. So, even that's not a throwaway line. It's just not, it's in there for, everything's for a purpose. Right. Every little bit of dialogue. That's why I you know, think Back to the Future is a great movie. But that's also kind of what I do when I um, when I make movies. Uh, like, oh, I want to see this scene would be neat. This would be neat. And then you kind of connect those thoughts and how do those things make sense. Right. And the overall scheme thing. And it keeps people interested. Oh, this would be a good ending. It's, it's tough for some people to see things in that mindset. But essentially, all you're, all you're doing is breaking down the movie on things that you want to see. And writing in the dialogue according to what you're seeing. What, what you're effect. seeing. So you have the scene in your head, but you pick the song that he plays that's rock and roll. Going back in time. He's like, you know, Johnny Be Good. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when and he, that's such a. <laughs> it's such and, a and, and, and he's taught, and, his, and Marvin Barry, he's. he's Oh, He's like it's your cousin. Well, Marvin, Marvin Barry. He yeah. said it to him, like almost not like an actor. It's like a hey, audience, listen to this, right? Marvin, hey Chuck, this is your cousin, Marvin Barry, Chuck Barry. He's like, it's your cousin, Marvin, <laughs> Marvin Barry. Mm-hmm. He's like, you want a new sound? Well, listen to this. <laughs> you know, it's right. like it's just so cool, and then. He's, and then he, you know, he comes up and he says, "I guess you're not ready for that one, but your kids are gonna love it." Yeah, but the cause, and, and, even, even so, even to break that down further, when he goes, "Okay, how we got to get him on stage? How do we get him on stage?" And that's where you cut to the scene where the guy's trying to jimmy open the trunk, cuts his hand. Cuts his hand. Oh, we need somebody sitting. So it's all for that right. purpose. It's uh, you, you, the you, movie. I mean, you. You build off of those big moments to make other small moments to to, to just to Break fill the in. The movie, exactly. And and what I love about part two is that they show a lot of part one <laughs> and part two, and it's like, 
wow, this is like you, people may think it's corny as fuck. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't believe that for one second. Man, I think that was just. It's in. It's an enjoyable movie. Anybody who thinks otherwise, it's like I'm not. They're not. Their tastes aren't aligned with us. I don't no, and, <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else. Or no. I know movies better than anybody else, but I would rather watch Back to the Future than I would any Avengers movie. Yeah, I, I I will pop in Back to the Future one or two, three, whatever, yeah. three just for the fact that it's if you're watching one and then two and it's like kind of what you're doing for the weekend, you can watch three. You know, but you know, I I just think that movies like that, it's like they're timeless, right? Even though there's Avengers, so nobody's s- gonna watch Avengers right ten fifteen years I don't from think now. So. I mean it. But that DeLorean's still going to be flying through, right. and, not, and it's still got to hit 88 miles per and hour, and everybody's going to know it. It's so it's, sad. But the, the sad thing is that if you knew anything about an actual DeLorean, there's no way that a DeLorean was getting up to 88 miles per hour, dude. It had no fucking power, and it was so heavy. <laughs> That's what's funny about it. Right. But, it, but a DeLorean does look fucking cool. Well, I love the uh, um, that it's so set in its time. That's what makes it enjoyable. A lot of movies get dated because they're so set in their time period that it's like, oh. Right. But somehow that one is so perfectly campy, but not overly campy. Like, if you watch it, everybody plays it straight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nowadays, you watch the new Ghostbusters with those women in it, and they're all hamming it up. <laughs> right, right, right. The original, they all played it straight. The comedy came from either the situation... Ghostbusters, man. Or how dry that humor is. Another thing that people may think was corny as fuck. No, it's not corny. But God, dude, it was awesome. It's not corny. Okay, Ghostbusters 2. Was dumb. Mm, I can get that. But the, the original Ghostbusters, it's like... It popped into his head. That's the first thing he thought about. <laughs> and it's the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. And it's, it's, it's like, like I said, the humor's so subtle in it, but yet there's parts that aren't. But it's always played straight. You know what I mean? Right. They're not hamming up. Bill Murray's character is kind of a sarcastic, smartass. That's who Bill Murray and that's is. Who, I mean, no, but I mean, but that's even so, that's the character. So you kind of get that, you know? You believe. Ray is the everyman. You believe Murray as the the sarcastic man. You believe Egon as a scientific. Well, guy. and now it's like that when they, when they try to be funny in certain movies today, it's like they almost have to point out the humor, right? Like, and it's that's not that's the way not what makes it funny. funny no. Dude, just like in a horror movie, they have to tell you that this is a, a this 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 is supposed to be a, a scary scene. We're going to set it all up with noises and fucking whatever. Everything else but what makes it scary. No, Michael Myers standing there in the dark, and all all you can see is his mask is pretty fucking scary. Right, right. I mean, and going going back to Ghostbusters, I mean... I don't need a gun that comes out and says bang to know that a gun went off. People might not understand, like, if I'm saying, like, comedy of the situation without giving a nod to that. Hey, this is funny. This is where you laugh. Like... When they're going through the you know the hotel, very first time they got their proton packs, they turn down that hall, they shoot that lady with the fucking the, the maid, they shoot the maid's car, destroy it, and literally there's pauses, there's there's a subtlety to it. They shoot it, you hear all the noise, stop. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Thought you were someone else. <laughs> like, what? Thought you were someone else. What's funny on this is like, just the situation of them, you know? Yeah. It's, of them being like, like, um, what does that, what does that old man, that guy say with the cigar when they, right before they get it in the, I think he's in the uh, elevator with him. He's like, looking at him with the fucking suits of the proton packs. He's like, what are you supposed to be? You know, like, it's like when they used to have Remember when they used to have the old Superman superhero movies where there'd be that old bomb on the side of the road and he'd see Superman fly by and they cut to the bomb, like looking left and right, like and then he looks down at his bottle like, I gotta quit drinking, what the hell did I just see? <laughs> yeah. Like everybody now in these kind of movies just accepts that things are all fucked up. 
But I like how they grounded Ghostbusters in a reality of like more. This is a movie about these yeah. guys starting up a business, but the business is so absurd. It's not really so much right. about the ghosts. It's sort of about them in these suits and the guy looking at him with a cigar. What the hell are you guys supposed to be? <laughs> right. You like astronauts. I can't remember what he says. <laughs> this is like. <laughs> we're exterminators. And it was so you know, I mean, like, yeah, there you go. We, we we're exterminators. <laughs> Which they weren't lying. They were exterminating but something. The you know the whole buildup of that's just that that one you know that old that ghost floating ghost. Shh, they're in the library. Shh. Yep. Or and then it builds and builds to where there's an interdimensional the portal being opened up and there's geyser or gozer and a state puff marshmallow like they build to that to where you are on board with them What's now the you one believe that, this one is really going to happen got one of them off Ray oh, yeah that was always a weird scene as a kid <laughs> I never knew what was going on literally a ghost gives him a bulljob <laughs> it was just that's one that could be cut and you really wouldn't affect the story right but, it's weird. but it is weird because he just his eyes get crossed his belt opens up <laughs> so what was weird is like because that scene happened and i thought about this years later because the whole stay puff marshmallow man thing popped out of his head right it's like was there something about ray that that they were like able to come through him like it could have been some sort of a medium they I, never I, really elaborate on because he really didn't do much i mean <clears throat> He was us, more or less. Right. He was like the everyday right. club, just right. You know. And I feel like because those two things, happen, there may even be more things that I don't realize that happened through him. Yeah. That I have to go back know. and look, even on, even in part two or whatever. But it just kind of caught me off guard that later on. Yeah, remember of, he gets stuck on the on the. Remember he's the no. Was that I can't remember part two. Remember when the he's train the one goes down, through? He's the one down below that gets caught, right? With a river of stuff, right? Yeah, but it's um the black guy. The, yeah, I know. I'm trying to think. Of um, it. see, there's Ray Egon, Venkman, Venkman, and <laughs> Ernie. Er, Ernie no, Hudson. Just, that was his real name. Yeah. Real name, Ernie. But anyway, he's the one that gets the, the ghost train that goes through him. Yeah, he's right, like. Okay. <laughs> But I love how him, he's like, you know, cool she, black guy. Well, you know? he wasn't even that. He was just, I, I, he but, was, but. I, I don't even think he really believed. No, he didn't. He he's goes, just like, he goes, remember, because he, she goes, do you believe, uh, the, um, the what's her name? Chick? Yeah, the secretary, like, do you believe in ghost suppers? He goes, there's a paycheck in it. Right. I don't believe anything. Right. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's why he's, he's there. just in it for the money. And, and then so, the first mm-hmm. time he sees it, he's like. <laughs> right some crazy stuff going on hey, around here one more thing i want to mention about ghostbusters here before we i think this is going to be the uh almost close to the conclusion of the show is um i just noticed this even recently because i watched ghostbusters it's been a few months but um so bankman he's just trying to fuck her you know he just wants to get a piece of ass right you know and so he goes on a date with her and, you know, he finally gets the chance to hook her and he's already, he's like, no, I feel like there's already enough people in there already. <laughs> and then he, he, um, what is it? Thorzine? He shoots up a Thorzine. He brought a needle of Thorzine. Yeah. Why was that there? On his date, right? And you're going, are you, are you like a Bill Cosby? <laughs> What's going on, man? And that was, you didn't know she was possessed before. <laughs> And we all understand that the story structure wise, he needed a way to end that scene. You need a way to calm her. How do you calm down a woman who's possessed and floating above the bed and doing twisting around and there is no Dana or only fool. Okay, well let's just say he's Dr. Vankman, he's got a needle. He carries maybe he carries with him all the time in his little doctor bag or whatever. (laughs) Straight up shot room. (laughs) <laughs> interesting, interesting movies. But oh man, we so we've talked about Yeah, guys, enjoy enjoy your lives. And you know, not only that, but um just uh pay attention to the people who are around you and enjoy that time with them. I mean, if I was with somebody and I went to a concert and they spent the whole time holding their phone up, I would 
so fucking annoyed. Well, and, 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 and this is this is something that I've dealt with in past relationships, not not in my current, you know, not not in my marriage, but it was something that I brought up about past relationships or past dates or whatever. When you're sit when you're on a date or you're sitting there with your friend or a family member, and all you're doing is texting everybody else or scrolling everybody scrolling. else. So a lot of people just scrolling through Facebook. Like all, all, the, all that makes me think is everybody else in the world is more important than me. Right. Like, and people, I'm not entertaining you enough to have this like, go on. You know, mm-hmm. so if I want to talk to you, that means you need to go on a date with somebody else and then maybe you'll Snapchat me or you'll Facebook message me. You know, and my parents, I mean, I'm not going to... I don't have to throw them under the bus or anything, but I'm totally going to. I don't visit very much or very often, but when I do, um, they, you know, I've heard them say, oh, you know, the kids on these phones or, you know, a daughter on the phone or whatever. It's like, I'm not over five minutes and we're talking and they're on their phones. Yeah. Sitting right next to each other. For, <clears throat> I'm going, okay, well, I guess I'm going to leave now. I mean... Thought we were talking, and now I just maybe we're the odd ones. Maybe. I do. I feel like that. Even this conversation we had right now, and my dad watched Ghostbusters. I couldn't have it with him. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, for some reason, I might be grading to him as far as the way I talk or how me talking gets grading on his ears and just tunes it out and then gets on his phone. But there, it's like it's not just a generational thing or a millennial thing, dude. It's, it's older people, too, are just really, really bad at it. And not only that, but then you're posting it all on Facebook, man. Like I said, you get limited views of people's posts anyway. There's an algorithm going around. You don't see all 500 people you're friends with as they post stuff, even if you click to um, view the most recent stuff. So if you've got, if I am seeing your shit and you've got 30 fucking videos of the event that you just attended, or you're attending, right. and you're live... You're just calling it up, and I ain't got no time for you. Man. But so, movies. Oh, Pet Cemetery, the new one. Uh, the first one was fine. It, it was fine. I say, if you're, you're interested and you like Pet Cemetery, check out the new one. It was decent. I'll, then, I'll check it out just that, because if we're gonna tell somebody to watch it, I, I thought I liked the first one. I the one always kind of freaked me out as a kid. It was one of the top ones. I think that just was scary about it. There's just so much. Little stuff that besides the pet cemetery part that made it scary. There's like a jogger. This guy's a doctor, and a jogger comes in, got hit by a car, and he's got fucking brains coming out, and he's gross, and he's an ally of sorts, but he fucking freaks you out because the doctor starts having visions, and then the guy's wife had a sister who, when she was a kid, the sister had um, spinal meningitis, I believe, so her spine was all twisted. And she was bedridden, mm. and the, the the wife always, as a kid, had to bring food into her and stuff. And she was always, Rachel! Always, like, just that kind of shit. This was always fucking creepy to me, that, that type of real-life type horrors. So there's a fantastical thing about if you bury something, it's actually beyond the pet cemetery, and this into your burial ground type thing, that kind of trope, they come back same uh-huh. like there's enough grounded in the first one um that uh that it, it is kind of it is kind of creepy and there was a part and there was a whole kind of side story in the first one that wasn't in the second one which was like they're friends with this woman kind of single older woman and she uh she ends up hanging herself in the first one so that was another real thing that's creepy. I think when you can use a reality of the creepy things that happen in reality, I think that's stronger. It's stronger for me than some sort of fantastical sort of thing you know can never happen, but it's fun to watch. Cause right. Like, what, what would that be like, you know? Yeah. If you could bury something. And that's a cool concept. You could bury something that died and then it comes back. Like, you know? It's interesting. So basically what we have going on, uh, we're coming up with new ideas. Um, we're going to have some people calling in. We're going to have some special guests. Um, try to keep things on the lighter side for the most part. 
Um, you know, we're still going to talk about things around this town as they come up. It's just not a lot. Nothing is going on in this um, But we're going to go out and kind of... It's, it's kind of our fault as well for not going out and seeing more things, but, you know. But there's nothing, I mean, honestly, there's nothing really going on. I'm where, where, my where, finger where, to the pulse as much Where as, do you go? Um, right. It's summertime's going to come around more th- stuff's going to happen. People will be out, and, you know, but for the most part, all, we're, we're just trying to come up with new things, and we're going to, I hope you continue to watch or you know, get, tell people about Listen. watching it. And we're going to get... It would be fun to watch if we did it live listen, with the, listen, with the video. Listen. Right. Um, get you to come back. You know, we enjoy doing it. It's just, a, it's just a simple thing that we're doing just to just to hang out and talk about stupid things that happen and whatever mm-hmm. and how we feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have, we have some things in the works. So we're coming up with some stuff and hopefully you like it. If not, you know, start your own fucking podcast. I don't know. Right, yeah. That's about all I can say. So, I've been... Oh, wait. Well, hold on. If you want to email the podcast and give us some ideas, or you've got some gripes, complaints, or you want to... Uh, you have ideas, maybe you want to come on, you can email the podcast at smalltownperkspod at gmail.com. And I've been Rod. I'm Dustin. And we'll catch you next time. <laughs>